0: Welcome to Men in Charge, in brief, I'm Tony Flynn. And I'm Kevin Decker. Tony, what do we have on the docket
1: for the listener today?
0: On the docket, and nobody really knows what a docket looks like, but today we're going to be following the first in a series of adventures of Norma,
1: the mail carrier. Yeah, and I don't think, since obviously she's delivering mail in lower heights, since that's where everything takes place here on Men in Charge and Briefs, I don't think it's going to be a normal day for her at all.
0: A typical one, but not a normal one. Not a normal one.
1: But Kevin, what do our listeners need to remember oh they need to remember that in each of our sketches there's something hidden something implicit and that is a major question probably of eschatological uh, import that we want you to write down on a piece of paper and mail immediately if not sooner to us here at men in charge if you guess the right question you may win a valuable prize
2: Listener, have you ever wondered about the daily life of the women and men who deliver your mail every day?
3: No, I haven't. Now stop following me. And stop calling me listener.
2: As I was saying, while the birds chirp, and the dogs bark, and the raccoons go through your trash, your mail carrier is on the march. Today we'll follow the trail of Norma, a mail carrier who has been serving lower-heights postal needs for
3: more than 11 years. Don't try to talk to me, announcer. I'm delivering the mail. See you at the end of the episode. Okay, I'll
2: just follow and comment from a distance.
3: Norma is now approaching the mailbox
2: of old man Fester, where he waits for her every day at this time.
3: No time to talk, old man-fester. Mail delivery can't wait while you update me on your prostate.
2: Come on, Norma. You never take the time to hear about any of my glandular issues. What's 20 minutes to a half hour of your time? it won't kill the other folks on your route to get the mail a little late. I got
3: cupcakes. No. Now stop blocking your mailbox so's I can deliver your mail.
2: Not until you have at least one of my cupcakes.
3: Maybe you'd like me to just lay your mail right down here next to your mailbox, where the wind can catch it and blow it all into the ditch. What, do you think I'm just kidding about the cupcakes? Let's see what we got here. Ah, uh, looks like a pension check, a lingerie catalog. No, two lingerie catalogs. An invitation to a free dinner if you pretend to be interested in a timeshare. Oh, all right. See you tomorrow, I suppose. But stay inside if you're not feeling up to pulling your cupcake deal again. Damn it, Norma! These are just bills! And there's only one lingerie catalog.
2: Mr. Fester! Mr. Fester! Did Norma stop to chat this time? Did she take one of your cupcakes? What the heck do you want, announcer? I got no time to talk. And no, she didn't. That's all the time we have now for Norma the Mail Carrier. Tune in again next time and we'll hear me, the announcer, say, what about me, Mr. Fester? Could I have one of your cupcakes?
1: Well, Tony, having internalized Norma the Mail Carrier, Volume 1, did anybody guess the question correctly?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, you tell me what you think. Uh. A fellow named Jim Flipper wrote in from uh, Providence, Rhode Island to ask Do you give out the phone numbers of your fictional characters?
1: Well, you lost me at Providence, Rhode Island, obviously. I mean, why would anybody either be from there or be asking questions there? I don't know.
0: So so I'm afraid that's incorrect,
1: (laughs) and you will not win a valuable prize. It's geographically incorrect, which is a first for us here on the show.
0: Uh, But not the last, I'm sure. No. In any case— Let's thank our cast. I will. We'd like to thank Nancy Roth, Greg Smith, and Ann Porter— We'd also like to thank the only man who has a recipe for lozenges, Brian Lindsay.